0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of Lavanya's Library. Today I will be reading Chapter 4 of The Theory of Hummingbirds by Michelle Kaderusman. This chapter is called Cowgirl and the Nutty Professor. Mom picked me up after school because we were going to Dr. Schofield's for a checkup. Dr. Schofield has been Cleo's doctor since I was a baby. He is super nice and he calls me his cowgirl. The cowgirl thing came about when I was tiny, and I had a miniature leg brace that I used to bang around, and he would say, whoa there, cowgirl. Dr. Schofield has two sons who are a few years older than me. I've never met them, but I feel like I know them because of the photographs in his office. I have watched them get bigger in those photographs. The length of their hair and their smiles have become different. Jeffrey, the younger one, now has braces on his teeth, and in the latest photo, he is trying to smile without showing any metal. Michael, the older son, now wears his hair over his eyes. Dr. Schofield used to have a wife too, but last year she stopped appearing in the office photographs. I overheard mom telling her best friend Alicia one night when she was over for dinner that he had gotten a divorce. It's really sad, Mom has said, all those years together. Alicia had raised her eyebrows and her wine glass saying, aha, nodding and smiling. Mom had rolled her eyes and swatted Alicia with her magazine. I was sent to bed soon after, so I didn't get to hear any more about it. Whenever I ask Mom nosy questions about Dr. Schofield, she says, that's his personal business. She always adds something more about being grateful to him, which has to do with our lousy medical insurance. Whoa there, cowgirl, Dr. Schofield said to me when we went to his office. How's that foot of ours doing? Good, I said. That's what I always say. Have you been doing your exercises, hmm? He asked, watching me. Take a walk around for me. I did a few circuits around his office. Mom sat down in a chair in the corner of her office, watching me too. She was wearing lipstick. Are you still using your crutches? he asked. No, not much, I said, just if I'm super tired. That's great to hear, Alba. You're managing to put full weight on it, just as I hoped. This walking cast has been great, Mom said to Dr. Schofield. It made a world of difference, Alba being able to get around on her own. Good, good, said Dr. Schofield, turning toward Mom and smiling. I'm glad to hear it. They kept looking at each other. I stopped walking and coughed. Dr. Schofield turned to me, looking flushed. Okay, let's see how it's coming along, he said, patting the exam table. Up we hop, please. I sat on the bench and swung Cleo up on the table. Dr. Schofield took off the plastic boot, which looks more like an oversized sandal that protects the cast. He examined my toes poking out of the cast. The fiberglass cast wraps around my foot and up my calf to just under my knee. The most recent surgery was my final treatment to help Cleo point the right way. Any pain? he asked. Any tingling? A little, I nodded. Not as much as before. Wiggle your toes for me, he said. In the old days, when I was little, Dr. Schofield used to play this little pig with my toes. Looking good, cowgirl, he said, giving me a wink. I think we're on track to take this puppy off very soon. For keeps, I asked. That's my plan, he said. But, you know, true works of art are never really finished. Great, I say to him. Out of all the doctors in the world, I get the nutty professor. Dr. Schofield threw back his head and laughed. I like making him laugh. He put the boot back around the cast. Once the cast is off, I'll be able to do anything, right? I asked him, keeping my gaze on Cleo. Well, I'd prefer if you don't try to climb Mount Everest straight away, he said. But, I mean, like, running, I said. I saw Mom straighten up in her seat when I said it. Once the cast comes off, you will have to work on your physio exercises, he said. But in time, I hope so. How much time, I asked. It depends, Alba. It will take a while to get used to your walking without the cast. Your foot, your ankle, and your leg have gotten used to relying on the cast for strength and balance. You'll need physios to stretch and strengthen those muscles again. The muscles will be smaller and weaker from being in the cast. But, I started to say, and Mom hushed me. Alba, listen to the doctor, please, she said. Let's see how we're doing when the cast comes off, okay? Dr. Schofield said, helping me down from the exam table. The good news is, it won't be like last time when we did the bone operation. That time, you were off your leg completely while it healed. This time around, you've been active during the cast time, so it'll be easier. He paused. You have worked a long time toward this final step, cowgirl. I nodded and put on my backpack, ready to go. Alba, can you make an appointment with Agnes in a couple of weeks, said Dr. Schofield. I just have to talk to your mom for a minute. Mom nodded at me. It'll, I'll be right out, she said. They both stood watching me leave, and I closed the door behind me. I had to wait until Agnes was finished on the phone, and then we looked at the calendar together. Agnes is not the kind of person you interrupt. If it wasn't for the fact that I had known her so long, I would be terrified of her. Dr. Schofield sometimes answers her with a salute and a yes, ma'am. How is Friday after next? Agnes asked me. That's good, I said, thinking that would give me that weekend cast free to start my training for the cross-country race. No matter what Dr. Schofield said, I knew I could do it. I was going to be in that race. Let's check with your mom, but you got it, said Agnes, here. She passed me her appointment calendar. I wrote my name in the Friday Square, and Agnes typed it into the computer. Then Agnes glanced over at Dr. Schofield's closed office door. So what have you and your boyfriend been doing lately, she said typing and smiling at her computer screen. It's not my boyfriend, I said, making a face at her. I keep telling you that. Sure, girl, she said, winking. You keep telling me that. Mom c- came out of the room. Usually when Mom comes out of the doctor's office, she has a worried look on her face and she stares at Cleo. This time she stole a look at herself in the mirror behind Agnes' desk. She took a deep breath and was still looking herself in the mirror when she said, are we ready? So that was chapter four of The Theory of Hummingbirds by Michelle Kaderusman. See you next time for chapter five. Bye for now.